From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Indeed, it is a beautiful day, and it is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's what we're told to do, and uh, we don't even need to be told. We can just rejoice and be glad because uh, every day is a new day. And if you're still here, if you look in the mirror and you're still here, uh, there must be a reason. God has a reason for all of us, and it's a special reason. So we are just pleased as punch to welcome in Laurel Lynn Solano, who is the Associate Assistant Director for Lay Formation yes. here in the Diocese of Sacramento. Laurel Lynn, good to see you. Good to see you too, Bob. Yeah. Were you a Chiefs fan or an Eagles fan? Um, I was a Chiefs <laughs> fan for that day, um, just because it was decided upon in the family. We needed, no. we needed to root for someone and compete. So. That's kind of what we did with the Super Bowl. You yeah. know, it was like, uh, I, I said, I think everybody... Uh, West of Winnemucca probably didn't care who won, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you kind of have to pick somebody. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's really funny, you know. And uh, thank goodness that the game doesn't start till three thirty here on the West Coast because we can all go to mass. And, yes, exactly. And, 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 uh, <laughs> some people say, "Isn't that why you guys have mass on Saturday, the vigil mass, because of the Super Bowl?" <laughs> Going, you know, I've heard of. Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday and Corpus Christi Sunday. I right. never thought when I was growing up I'd hear of Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> like like it was a holy day, you know, or a I, feast day. <laughs> what like well, what the liturgical colors would that be? Yeah, I'm not sure where that where that fits, but it, it's it's the one sport where most of the people watching don't know much about the sport right you know most right. people who watch the nba finals or mm-hmm. the, the stanley cup or the the world series they're fans of that sport right you know, nascar or, you know wimbledon uh, masters golf they're fans of that sport. yeah they're, yeah and nobody else watches it but with the super bowl it's like it's it's kind of like a religion almost yeah just just about you know. and you've got everyone um i mean some watch for the commercials or the halftime yeah. show or to eat and have something to look at while yeah, you're eating. It's just a, it's a, <laughs> a gathering time. A, a gathering time. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, only in America, I guess. I guess so. I, I mean, yeah. I, I imagine World, uh, the World, Cup, World Cup. Pretty darn huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. You know, it's, uh, uh, yeah. In some countries, the World Cup is, is everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, but it, it hooks all of us into it eventually. That's true. You know? That's very true. Like, I mean, I I think I that was the only soccer that I, I watched. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so yet you watched it. I did watch it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and yelled goal and everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We all, we all want to imitate that one guy yeah. that does the long yeah. goal with about 18 O's in exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Well, it's so good to see you. You're working hard, I know, because you've got you're on more committees and oh yeah, more or less. Let's talk first about about the Eucharistic revival. Which, oh yeah, that's just something I'm I'm so excited about as a Catholic. Right. That um, because when I hear conversion stories, the, the the most prominent I hear is. The Eucharist, the Eucharist is what the Eucharist is what brought me over, right? right. Um, and and when you hear re, what do we call them reversion or somebody who fell away and came, came back, back yeah. that seems to be number one. Yeah, and what they were missing. They, that's what they yeah. were missing. Yeah. And but from from people who are converts, very very frequently you hear, I just the the the. The Eucharist and the mystery around the Eucharist and the belief that this is the body and blood right. of Jesus Christ. And I, I say it's not just a belief, it's a truth. Right, <laughs> right, know, right. It's not just that I believe it. doesn't matter if I believe yeah. it or not. It, it is. is. Yes. It is. You know, it's a yeah. truth. It's yeah. a scientific truth. That doesn't matter. People say, well, it's not true unless it's proven. And I said, well, I mean, we can prove it in a million different ways. But right. even if you can't prove it, it's still true. Right, right. You know, yeah. So... Um, call it what you want, but it it's not going to change what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I think maybe we've gotten where we've gotten to casual or to accept, just kind of not realizing just how special this is. Yeah, you know, definitely. That, um, and and so I think this the the revival and the 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 emphasis on it 
is really a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited, too. Um, I mean, this is, you know, we hear it all the time, the source and the summit of our faith. Of our faith, yeah. Yeah, and um, gosh, I, I, I was listening. My, my husband's in a prayer group, and I heard one of the one of the guys sharing that, you know, if people only knew, like, what they're holding, what they're receiving, yeah, like, exactly. you know, and, um, you know, I just, just to hear him share his, his love for it, you know, and if I think something that's going to be important part of the revival is that those who have such love for the Eucharist witness that they right. share that, you know, it's a good time to, um, yeah. to bring it up and, and, and share with those who aren't so sure. You yeah, know? And, you know, witnessing is, is so important, right? You know, just just to when you meet somebody who's fervent mm-hmm. about it. Um, I I know with me, and, and I, not just in religion, but with anything, you know, yeah. when you meet somebody who's fervent about some and, and somebody you respect, you, it it makes you think I I better look into this a little exactly. bit more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They may be onto something. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah. And. Uh, as as uh, I mean, I, I've gone over those words from the Last Supper a million times. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, even sometimes saying, "Okay, I'm I'm not Catholic. I I what, didn't have any training. I didn't have any upbringing. Um, I'm just I'm just going to analyze these words. Right? Is right. there some wiggle room in there? Yeah. You know, is yes. There, yeah. <laughs> you know, could you interpret it this way, or is he just saying? remember me this way like it's a symbol right right um because many many people who are completely respectful of the eucharist and uh, whether catholic or non-catholic just they say well i just think it's a symbol Mm. a a, a good symbol and a a, you know right but but they don't have that belief they don't have the belief and and so you, you go you go over the words and you know take this this is my body. yes yeah i it it's can't be clear yeah take yeah. this this is my blood yeah there's no representative there, symbol yeah, yeah no he, other he does, do this in mem- remembrance of me right but that's after you know yeah i you know <laughs> my 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 mom at thanksgiving dinner saying take this this is a turkey leg yeah and and when your kids are all grown and gone away somewhere, when you're eating that turkey leg, remember, remember me. me. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. mean it was just a symbol of your mom. Right, right. Yeah. Still a turkey leg. Yeah. Well, Jesus said, this is my body. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think the language is also really important. You know, I'm glad you're you're sharing like just meditating on that yeah. like jesus's words what did he yeah. did he say you know are we adding words to his you know yeah. and it's like no that's really what he he said yeah. and it, that wasn't a parable he said this is actually what i want you to do yeah and you, and, know? you know and you look at all the words of i've said i've said it to my my kids many times um as they're growing up i said you know Sometimes just just read what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Just read what Jesus said. I mean, and do other things, but but just yeah. just for just for grins, <laughs> just for fun. And tell me if there's anything you find that this person spoke two thousand years ago that you can find either fault with, right? Disagreement with. Um, well, that wouldn't work today. That might have worked two thousand oh, wow. years yeah, ago, yeah. you know. But that doesn't—it's not relevant today. Right. Find anything he said. I think it's why Jesus himself is so popular, even among non-Catholics, because he is flawless. It's yeah. like, like, uh, and, and then find a philosopher from two thousand years exactly. ago, yeah. and see if everything they said applicable to is now. still yeah. applicable today. Exactly, and and it is. There's not. I mean. There, there are some things he asks us to do that are hard. Oh yeah, like hate your, like, like love, love your enemy. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a tough one, but yeah. you know, down deep, if we all loved our enemy, and if we all loved one another as he loves us. Yes. Yeah. And if you know, love your neighbor as yourself, or however you want to recite the golden rule. Right. That things would be a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, most of the problems of the world would go away if we just gave what he said a chance yeah. to to work you There's know no, nobody can say well that's just 
that doesn't make any sense. That's, right, that's, right. That's crazy talk. Or that's, yeah. The, everything he said. And so when he said this, mm-hmm. this is my body. This is, yes. It's, it's just as, as true as, as uh, Matthew 25, mm-hmm. which is some of it may be hard for some of us to do, but um, by golly, he said it, so let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Exactly. I mean, and, and it's not very difficult to, to I mean, it, it's difficult as far as our will, you know, yeah. you know, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Right. And that makes sense. You know, it was hard for me to get up to work out this morning. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. you got to push yourself, you know, but I mean, he makes it so accessible. He makes, you know, he makes his teachings he oh, says, my yeah. burden is light. Yeah, and he said, I'll give you the advocate, you yeah. know, and you're going to do greater things than I did, you yeah. know. And it's like, wow, he he died for us. He gave us his body, you know. He renews us every Sunday, you know, and, and he gave us his Holy Spirit to, to give us the strength and, the, yeah. you know, the ability to continue. And all we got to do is just turn to him, I think, you know, if we... If we would just turn to him and just listen to what he said, you know, and, and stop trying to put excuses in the way, you know, right. it is my body, right? It is my body. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, it's, you know, it's interesting to me because Matthew 25, you know, I mean, there's some there's some stuff that you'd say, well, yeah, that's obvious. That's easy. Yeah. You know, like like clothe the naked, feed the hungry. Yeah. Uh, welcome the stranger. Those those, you know, those those kinds of things all make sense. Right. And then he says, visit the people in prison. Mm-hmm. And you go, that one doesn't quite fit with the, with the, it's not one of those when you, I'm going to do something good for the right. homeless, or I'm going to do something good for, for people who are hungry. Right, or, or, or the or, widow or, and the exactly, orphan. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, visit them. He doesn't say because they're wrongly convicted. Right. Or that they shouldn't be there. He doesn't say break them out of jail. Exactly, exactly. He says visit. Yeah. Visit people in prison. There's still dignity there. That one really hits me as to the truth of Matthew 25. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, that's, that's, (laughs) it's, it's profound. A lot of his stuff was very (laughs) profound. And, and, and. I I can't figure you know, people say, "Well, that that wasn't much of a pat. That 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 one's not important. This one's more important." Yeah. Than that. And I go, "Well, I'll, I'll agree with you on the Eucharist. Right. That's, that's the the most important. But I I make a case that everything he said, I, I can't. I I'm not a theologian. I can't say they're of equal importance. But right. why would he say it if it wasn't important? Exactly. Exactly. And I and and I think you know, in a sense, with the Eucharist being the source and the summit. You don't stay there, you know, the transfiguration. He's like, no, we're not pitching tents. We're meant to go down, you know. So, like, we, I think of the utmost importance is recognizing what the Eucharist is, but it's not for, just for itself. They were meant to take that, you know, receive him and continue the work that he did. That's right. And that work would be, you know, to feed the hungry, you know, bury the dead, you know, to, and all of those things, you know, that he asked us to visit the homeless. You know, I was, I was hungry and did you feed me, you know? Uh, So the Eucharist is, I love this revival because, you know, it's not just, it's just Jesus because I mean, we know that it is, it is. And, and, and like, I think we can't really like convince people. I think that's where the witnessing is important or, Oh my gosh, it changed my life. Jesus changed my life in this way because he gave me his body so that I could continue the work that he was doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, and even when he first, you know, people were, there was some negative (laughs) reaction, you know, I mean, it would have been so much easier to, say you know uh here's a loaf of bread right we all like bread it's not my body but yeah when you eat it remember me. me yeah remember me yeah and it would have just been universally accepted right right you know yeah there wouldn't be any pushback at all there wouldn't be any <laughs> uh do you believe that it's really his body or do you not believe it's really his body right. that kind of thing um but he chose that way for a reason yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, he like, he 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 gave us a kind of an advanced um, mm-hmm. preview of like you know lay down your life for your friends, exactly. you know, and he he did that ultimately. Exactly. And you know, and and it still affects us today because that's still the very body that he laid down yep. two thousand years ago. Even though in you know at that time there's no time, you know, d- right. during during mass. That's that's that is Calvary. That is right. the moment he died. You know, we're all he brings us to that banquet. To himself yeah. you know and it's like 
gosh, just, I think sometimes we just need to stop and sit and, and, and think about it, you know, yeah. and it's funny because we were talking about the, the, um, the Super Bowl earlier mm-hmm. and, you know, those people definitely witnessed to their love of the sport and love their teams, you know, yeah. and can you imagine if like that passion, that passion, yes, yeah. you know, like yeah. for this is Jesus, you know, yeah. <laughs> And we had, you know, I mean, the, you know, the, the eagle and the chief, up right? The trophy, they're holding up the host. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's like if you think about it, whoever won, like you know, the, the eagle is in, in scripture, as you right. know, right? Was it St. John? Um, yeah. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> very, one you know. of those things. Yeah, and then the chief, you know, you think yeah. about, you know, and it's like everything's connected to Christ, you right. know, if you allow Him to enter into it, you know, and it's like, can we have that passion? Can we revive that, you know? And that's. That's the hope. So, like this last year, um, starting in started in June was the um, Eucharistic revival for the diocese, all right. the dioceses, where right. we're working on a plan to really revive our diocese. But this starting in June, this coming June, it'll be the year of the parish. So, okay. we're asking the parishes to get really involved. And not the year of the rabbit. <laughs> not the year of the rabbit. No. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I guess you can. You know. <laughs> No, but, the year of the parish, that's great. Yeah, and, and, and we already have resources up for parishes to start planning for that. So to bring that revival of, you know, this is the home of many people. You know, you're, you're, the parish is a home. We, we gather together and we eat together, you know, on Sunday. It might not be Super Bowl, but it's like yeah. <laughs> it's Sunday and yeah. there's something to celebrate, right? And um, so like on, on our diocesan website, uh, I believe it's once you go to the homepage, scd.org, it says Eucharistic Revival right there. And then uh, if you click on that, all the resources are there right. for for us to start planning for the parish. So And to help us as parents with our kids. Yes. Um, uh, you, with your adult brothers and sisters. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, with your mom and dad. Yeah, um, your co-workers. Your co-workers, your, yeah. everything. Yeah. You, um, because, you know... Everybody has standing in this world, mm-hmm. and if, if if you witness to this, um, people will listen. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. You're not you're not holding them down and beating them and right and saying you better believe this or else. You're just you're just saying this is this is a truth I'd like to share with you. Right, right. And um, there will be people who are receptive to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there will be people who. And non-Catholics who might not even know about the belief. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, maybe they'll, you know, like we have fans watch one Sunday of f- football a year, know nothing about it. Maybe that passion that is brought there, if you had that passion for, you know, yeah. sharing your faith, they they might not know anything about it, but they're like, I want that. I want to yeah. come. I want to watch. You know, exactly. I want to be a part of that. So, exactly. Yeah. So well, exciting! That's great. That's great. So go, yeah, go to go to the diocesan website. Yeah, um, you can every just about everything we talk about. You can ultimately find it. You go to scd.org. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you can even well, you can even find the bishop's hour there, and you can listen exactly uh, listen <laughs> as well. So um, it's that's great. So you are also part of what we're planning. Mm-hmm. Faith TV. Tell us a little. Oh bit yes. So about um, that. Faith TV is not. Part of the Diocese of Sacramento, um, but, but we're, right. we're, we're, we're 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 associating. We're, with yes, them. Yeah. yes, we're we're partnering. Um, well, they're they're helping us out. So right. Faith TV is open to I believe any faith mm-hmm. um, that they they put on the channel. It's so here in Sacramento, it is it is right. broadcast in Sacramento. But I believe they have an app on um, like on Google and um. Apple and Roku. So all of those, um, it's available on the on the internet. Right. And um, uh, in the past, Father Kiernan uh, right. had a show. Um, I was on a time or two. Yeah, yeah, I got to be on there once. He's a great, great guy. I love his accent. They they had to bring in a makeup artist. (laughs) (laughs) They said, this guy probably is only on the radio. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've been told I have a face for radio, too. (laughs) Yeah, so um, Father Kiernan's retiring, and um, so... The spot is he open. He did such a nice job. He it. did. He's such a welcoming, like yeah. amazing Very guy. Very welcoming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can carry on his tradition of you know sharing the faith and um, and being welcoming. So 
we'll be from from the diocese we'll be putting on uh i believe four or five different shows each month uh focusing on different things mm-hmm. so you know one will be more catechetical in nature so formation right. uh another will be it's called faces of our faith where we'll highlight different people of faith in mm-hmm. the diocese you know different especially different ethnic communities or smaller right. you know eastern right communities that aren't really recognized right. um just to kind of bring them to to, to light sure uh, we'll have Bishop's uh, Hour, I believe, with Miriam San Martino. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be doing that. And then uh, I believe Jen Campbell will be hosting the parents, it's, it's parent support. Okay. So she already does that via Zoom, um, and then we'll we'll offer that. So you'd be a great person to come on. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> well, you know, with six kids, you've got a lot of yeah. experience. So, yeah, I do. You know, <laughs> so when the newer parents, you know, I, I've got four, and they're arranged from 10 to 25, yeah. and they're like, how did you get through... You know, these yeah. years. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't even remember. I yeah. think uh, it's a trauma response. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, our last four were all just a year, four babies in three, yeah, year, in my three gosh. years. And, yeah. And uh, I, I remember going for a walk one time and and the we had a double stroller. Mm-hmm. It takes up half the sidewalk. <laughs> exactly. Most of the sidewalk. <laughs> and we had the 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 two-year-old and the one-year-old each in their own seat strapped in the three-year-old was up on the, on the, on the handle <laughs> on the handlebars facing me and the infant was on my chest oh my in, a, in a baby bjorn you know yeah and you're just walking down the street just yeah. as happy as a clam yeah. you know it's yeah. just like uh, uh this is this is I feel so blessed. Yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, oh gosh, you know, I was looking at my son. He's he's twelve now, and he's you know he's going through puberty, and he's this is the fastest he's growing. And I'm like, gosh, I remember those little feet, like oh, you know? know. And they're like, oh my gosh, how did you know? Now he's his voice is deeper, and yeah, uh, yeah. We, we same thing with our our youngest is a, a teenage boy. Yeah, and we're just going through all that, and uh, um, and the same thing. He was he was in the neonatal icu for oh, six days wow, and a wow. real touch and go and yeah uh, our lady guadalupe just mm. came down and saved him yeah but, yeah um, it was uh um but now he's you know right. this picture of health oh you know? my and, gosh that must have been a hard time oh real yeah. hard real yeah. hard uh I, I remember on his birthday was posted on facebook or somewhere <laughs> with, uh, the photo of him in the hospital with two we couldn't even hold him no oh, wow. tubes just yeah. everywhere oh. and and then a photo of him on the high school volleyball yeah team. oh wow you know just contrast yeah, right yeah. like uh, the miracles that god yeah works yeah i mean that's our lady that yeah. uh, she's amazing i think thank you jesus for her. yeah yeah no but i mean like yeah that, those are stories like that i think would be helpful too like that we would like to show on faith tv uh, that'd be great you know of, of like i'm sure there's families who are struggling now and never thought they'd get beyond it you know and then yeah. they see you and your son and what our lady has done for him and it's like yeah. you know there's we have to continue to hope you know yep. and 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 ask for intercession and <laughs> there are modern day miracles they oh may, yeah they may not be as dramatic but you and i know when they happen oh yes yeah we know in our heart that that, that was you that knew was that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That, was, that was one for sure in my life wow yeah uh, yeah and, and his life and oh yeah yeah our oh, family's life my wife's life so yeah wow yeah that's awesome and the uh the, this is too long for business card the intercultural <laughs> commission mm-hmm. on access integration and mission. mission, yes. That's so, a mouthful. It is a lot. <laughs> I think we're trying to... <laughs> I'm not sure I can spell all those words. I mean, it's been shortened to... I mean, some people call it the ICAIM, I-C-A-I-M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um, it's formerly the Ad Hoc Committee on Anti-Racism. Uh-huh. So um, it's uh, the so good work. So important yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Just very, very important today. And if, if anything, you know, sometimes I, I think we don't realize... That everyone has a bias, you know, everyone sure. has, sure. has, you know, can, can tell. And I think, like, just bringing that um, attention to it and what we do with those biases, because as we mentioned before, you know, to, to, to visit the prisoner and we might see others as, you know, not, 
not worthy of our attention and sometimes yeah. we don't even know why we feel that way yep. you know and um so what this uh, commission this com- this committee is trying to do is to kind of open the eyes of the parts of the church and even beyond where we're not recognizing the dignity of the people you know of, of the different groups and and highlighting you know how that's being done the injustices that are being done and, and how to bring justice and grace to these areas and healing, you know, um, when the ad hoc committee was first put together, um, there were listening sessions throughout the diocese of just those sharing, again, witnessing about the hurt that they experienced. Mm-hmm. And, I, um, I remember yeah. hearing of some of the results of that. Oh, I, yeah. I think, I think some people were stunned, even high school kids saying, hey, I, this is what I experienced. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's, it's really interesting because for some, they've never heard of of instances like that and saw and others can't believe that others have never experienced that mm-hmm. or heard of it and um you know how do you reconcile that when say oh well, you know i've never experienced that or right. that's not true and it's like you know just because you haven't had the that experience doesn't mean it didn't happen you know yeah. again like that jesus said this is my body right, right. This, you know and so the truth is going to be the truth right, right. so um, just sharing people's truths and their experiences and and opening it up so that there's opportunity for healing, you know, and, and recognizing the dignity and, you know, with race being one of the, the issues. But there, there there's other issues, um, but race is kind of a hidden one, you know, mm-hmm. because people are afraid to admit that, oh, maybe I, I was, you know, I was biased at some point and sure. I treated you different, you know. Sure. But um, we're also a church of mercy. Like maybe that did happen, but how can we be better, you know. So, yeah, I think, I think there's there's... There, there's two parts to that, and that's really good that we're a church of mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, you'll see a photo or a quote from sometime relatively long ago, mm-hmm. and the person who said it can't deny having said it, right? Or being at that rally or whatever it was, exactly. Yeah, but has now disavowed it, right? Right, and and sometimes they're disavowing it for maybe not good you know i mean it's <laughs> yeah. not that they didn't yeah. you know yeah um but and i think we have to we have to be charitable and generous with yeah. that otherwise the divide just keeps growing that yes yeah you know? yeah yeah and um they're they're you can't say you can't defend racism based on well that was a different time right right uh because it's it's never okay. It's yeah it's, yeah. It's uh, never okay. Yeah. A sin is a sin, regardless of the time. Exactly. Yeah. But but sometimes people get caught up in a belief and they and they and they find out they were wrong and, right. they, and they admit they were wrong. Yeah yeah. And and um, I think we have to be charitable in that way. And and right. like you say, boy, we we've we've all fallen short. Yeah yeah. I mean, I don't know any one of us uh, yeah. that. Don't maybe two, you know, and that's Our Lady and her son. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I, I've I've been lucky for oh, a number of years now, decades. That um, um, I have a, a, a brother-in-law who's black mm-hmm. and also lives nearby, mm-hmm. and and who's very willing to share his perspective on things. Yes, yeah, uh, and uh, is very. Um, out, not outspoken. That outspoken sounds a little bit. He's, yeah. he's very. He's very. I guess open. Yeah. And, and open with his opinions. Right. And and frequently opens my eyes. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, you see that issue this way. Let me tell you. Right. Yeah. My yeah. experience and why why I see this issue differently. Right. And yeah. I've 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 had that sort of guardrail. Uh, <laughs> Ever since I was uh, in college, yeah, yeah, you know, and that that and, and then their children who are you know biracial, right, and their experiences in school, especially yeah. especially starting out and right, and, um, and this you know this was a number of years ago, long before there was more acceptance, I'd say, of right, that. right, and and their experiences, mm-hmm. and it just uh, I, I feel very fortunate to have been given that perspective yeah yeah and it's you know i think we are church of mercy we're also a church of justice you know and it's like well i mean we have to see we have to admit where where the wound was made who made the wound you know so that we can reconcile you know not not so that we can hurt each other i mean mean, the church 
itself has, has oh gosh <laughs> has some racial sins and yeah and, yeah um, but you you can't say well, okay well what you did in 1809 or what you did in 1909 or even 20 years ago right is we're going to hold you to that's who you are right right you know, yeah we, we are trying to make amends right right i mean if you think about like you said like you know this is the day the lord has made like let right. us rejoice because it is a new day right. and he gives us the opportunity every day and that's why you know baptism is once but you know reconciliation and eucharist are as many uh, times as we right. need to go that's right, that's you know right. so yeah that's that that's so important you know and and i think what we're trying to do is really like i think this this um committee that bishop put together um is so important because it gives the opportunity for justice to be upheld, but right. then for mercy also to flow. Right. And um, I think you're not going to really find that um, in the world. It's either justice and, or let's just all be merciful towards each other. But we we have to do both, you know. And again, we're we're a church of both. And you know, right. we can we can say these things were wrong. I mean, if if you go to the diocesan website to. Um, I believe it's under scd.org slash the I-C-A-I-M, the I-C-A-M. Um, it has resources there, but it also talks about, there. there's a link to the six black American um, uh, the, uh, blesseds that are going to be canonized, or, oh, or they're on the good. road, oh, on the wonderful. road, yeah. So, and you'll see, you'll see the stories that they experienced in the church, you know, um, uh, Father Augustus Tolton, Tolton, you know, yeah, yeah he he had to leave. He wanted to be a priest. He, yeah, and they they wouldn't let him. <laughs> yeah. You know, race, his race and yeah. and 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 racism, the sin of racism, stopped him. So he had to go to Europe to go to seminary, and then eventually came back. But you know, it wasn't with welcome arms. No. Nope. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the sin is. Uh, I mean, the, the the church is is guilty too. But you know, we are the church. So how do we be better? You know. Yeah. We continue to try to be better. So. Well, it's a great. It's great for the, the bishop put this together. Yeah, yeah. We'll expect great fruit from that as well. Yeah, we. I mean, we're there, there's there's quite a few members, and we're working with people in the parishes, and you know, we have subcommittees for faith formation, for hiring, making sure our hiring is right. is just, um, for Catholic schools, and um, quite quite a bit. So you know, it's. It's a very big thing. Sure, sure. <laughs> so sure we're is. just, yeah. at least we're moving forward, yeah, you know. Indeed. So Well, Laura Lynn, yeah. always a joy to see you. You too, Bob. Blessings Thank to you, you and yeah. your family. Thank and uh, we'll well. look forward to talking to you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Yeah, Thank We'll you. take a uh, quick break. We'll be back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at their thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrusites. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and longstanding support of the Bishop's Hour. 
Hi, this is Brian Visitation, Director of Media and Communications for the Diocese of Sacramento. You're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning. Welcome back. A uh, uh, lot happening here in the in the diocese as we uh, move on uh, move on into uh, Lent. Uh, <laughs> so much so much happening. Uh, a number a number of events, and you can you can find uh, a lot of these events on the diocesan website if you just go to eventsscd.org. The uh, LA Religious Congress, of course, uh, coming up on uh, Friday. Uh, beginning of Friday, the twenty uh, fourth of February, and uh, anybody who's attending is invited to uh, uh, those from the Diocese of Sacramento is um, can uh, join uh, Bishop Soto and uh, the Office of F- Family and Faith Formation. Uh, they invite you to uh, to join for a fellowship and dinner on the twenty fourth of February at La Casa Garcia in Anaheim. Um, it just it costs us just ten dollars, and it'd be a great gathering of the uh, uh, Sacramento participants. Also, uh, the Catholic Scouting, the 2023 award ceremony, will take place Saturday, March 4, 10 to 11 a.m. Uh, congratulating uh, uh, on earning your Catholic Religious Emblem Award. The Catholic Committee on Scouting, Bishop Soto, and the chaplain of the Scouting, Father Christopher Fraser, would like to recognize the achievement at the annual awards recognition ceremony. Um, that will all take place at uh, 1019 11th Street, uh, and uh, the uh, cost is free, and that's all for uh, Catholic uh, Catholic scouting. So that's that's a, a big event for for a lot of people. Also, um, there on on Saturday the fourth uh, from. Uh, there will be a Sacramento Kings Faith and Family Day. The Diocese of Sacramento is partnering with the Kings to host and a Faith and Family Day, beginning at 7 p.m. Uh, when the Kings will be playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, there will be uh, more to come on that. We'll we'll get you uh, all up to date on that, but you might want to circle the date on that one. And also, the California March for Life will be held on March the 6th, right here in Sacramento. The, be the one of the biggest pro-life advocacy events in our state. Uh, Bishop Soto will be offering Holy Mass before the rally at the Cathedral of the Blessed Sacrament. And then what's next? Shaping the, uh, the uh, future of catechesis for families and catechists. Thursday, March the 9th, the past few years have upended many traditional ways of carrying out the ministry of catechesis. As catechetical leaders consider ways to provide a full range of resources to families as well as how to recruit and retain catechists, the need for creative approaches remains vital. You're invited to join for an engaging online session as we mine the enormous potential of the current moment and look forward look toward shaping the future of catechesis with a spirit of hope and joy. Uh, sadly, our religion is, uh, is responsible for making the webinar possible. Um, and the cost of that is free Thursday, March 9. This is all on the DOS website about how to connect with that. Also, the North State Lenten Evening of Reflection will be Friday, March 24 in uh, Red Bluff. Uh, the uh, uh, Invited to a Lenten Reflection with special guest from Loyola Press who will help reflect on Psalm 40 and what it means to say, Here I am, Lord, as we prepare for Holy Week. Uh, for, uh, you can uh, contact uh, R Magana R M A G A N A at scd.org or uh, phone 530-407-0136. Again, that's that will be uh, in uh, in red up in uh, up in Red Bluff. Also, the uh, uh, Ash Wednesday, uh, which is the twenty second of February. Uh, Ash Wednesday, the uh, distribution of ashes, liturgy, liturgy of the word, and distribution of ashes with Bishop Soto. Uh, he does this every year at the uh, at the state capitol at 8.30 a.m. on the west steps of the state capitol at 8.30 a.m. on uh, this Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. So a lot, a lot happening. Yes. Hi, Bob. Um, 
I wanted to come on and remind everybody about uh, how to subscribe to the podcast. It's been a yes. while since I've done that. Um, subscribe for free. For free. It's a free service uh, we provide here, just like as our show's on the radio. It's free on the radio as well. Um, the radio show plays Monday through Friday on Relevant Radio, 1620 a.m. at... Um, uh, 9 o'clock, and then once on Saturday as a replay. 9 one, p.m. 9 p.m. And then one show Saturday morning, I believe, 10 a.m. 10 a.m., yeah. Um, and then we also, the, the show is recorded as a podcast, though. So you can get it anywhere you can get a podcast. So you can get it on Apple, Google+, Plus, uh, not Spotify, but we have it on uh, podbean.com, and then also on our website, which is scd.org. That's you can right, get it on there. Yeah. It's very easy. I listen in the room right next door. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to it live. <laughs> I get the live feed. Um, but yeah, so we have it on the... Um, and you can, you, they're, they're archived, so you can go back to uh, other shows. If, if yeah. you missed a show or you said, oh, I didn't know so-and-so was on, or you wanted to hear when Bishop Soto was on, uh, you, they're, they're archived. On the podcast platforms, you they archive forever, basically. Yeah. Um, on the scd.org, they archive a week loop, so... This Monday will be replaced by last, or last Monday will be replaced by this Monday. Right. There's explanations who the guests were. Uh, Typically, either their title with uh, their organization, uh, be it like, you know, we have someone on, like Laura Lynn, uh, it'll say who she is. Uh, Or if we have an author on, we'll usually say who the book is. Uh, You know, when Jane Lee comes on, we say, you know, her ministry name and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so um, you you can go back and look at all these things and basically, you know, get, give yourself a chance to see it and share it with your friends. You right. can share all that kind of stuff. So definitely go on and do that. And if you subscribe to the podcast, it's free. You don't get emailed. You don't get spammed. You don't get phone calls. Right. It just makes it so when you open the app, it'll tell you the shows that yeah, you subscribe to. Nobody's going to make a list out of your, right. sub, your subscription. Yeah, no, no, no. All, all it does is basically uh, lets you know that there's shows you've missed and these are the ones you've missed, and it gives you a chance to, to catch up. Uh, I think the only thing it does do that is um, – you know, at all is basically it will um, make it so you may see more Catholic content because they'll say, oh, you subscribe to a Catholic show, so here's other Catholic shows, and you don't have to subscribe to them, but at least gives you a chance. So that's basically uh, what it would do for that. And also for us, it moves us up the, uh, for lack of a better term, charts on the podcasting app, and it makes it so other people will see the Bishop's Hour, other people will see our Catholic content, and it will... Um, boost us up with iTunes and things like that. So it's definitely something, you know, we, we would like you to do. It helps us. It helps the show. And it helps our diocese. Very good. Yeah. Um, you mentioned it earlier. We haven't really had a chance to talk about it. It's like a week or two old now, but how did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Uh, didn't care. Yeah? You know, because nobody, you, you didn't have a dog in the fight? Or just because... a dog in the fight. You know, yeah. once, the, once the 49ers are out, um, you know, in, in this area, it's it's it's... People have their and I'm not I'm not a passionate NFL fan. I'm more of a college. You definitely fan. love college, yeah. But uh, but uh, you know you, you you kind of root for the local guys, the, the 49ers, and uh, um, and and once they're out, you know I I, I, I made the comment that uh, I don't think uh, anybody west of Winnemucca was uh, right cared who won, and then you kind of you kind of uh, you know pick, I, my 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 sister has. Uh, in-laws in Pennsylvania, and they were all okay. Eagles fans. So I said, okay, why don't you come yeah. over and we'll have some guacamole and you can we'll root for the Eagles, you know. It's funny how that works. So you, you sort of find proximity for reasons to, to, to cheer. Yeah, but the, then you're not brokenhearted when the other guys right. win. By your metric of whether or not your team's in it, uh, as a Raider fan, I'm pretty much out of it from like week three. Yeah. So I, I don't have a dog in the fight at that point from then but on. You know, we were talking to Laura Lynn Solano about that, and, and she said, wouldn't you know, the passion you see there, wouldn't it be great to see that passion for, for Jesus Christ? You know? Yeah. And, and there is, there are a lot of people that do have that passion. But to see packed stadiums and to see uh, national television, and uh, it's a it's a, a, a it's a phenomenon. It's become its own holiday. It has. I mean, people have lobbied to get the Monday afterward yeah, off. Get it, get it yeah, off. yeah. I know it's it's funny because I mean it's it is. Well, it's different too because you know the, this this is where time zones really come into play. Oh yeah. Uh, you know we we say oh this is great it's mid afternoon you get up you go to mass and you. Even go out to breakfast or something, and then, and and people start Super Bowl parties at one o'clock, and and but the whole thing's over by maybe eight o'clock. Right. Well, 
you live in New York, it's eleven o'clock. Yeah. On a quote unquote school night. <laughs> right. I I was I was visiting Florida one time during the football season and uh I was kind of blown away by the idea that I was like, wait a minute, the game doesn't start till noon? I was like, yeah. what is this a special week? And then I was like, Oh yeah. It's a time zone. Like yeah, it's not it's, or ten o'clock, so it started at one there. So yeah, I was like, I remember yeah. being in a hotel room in New York and that was about it was it was November, so it was getting dark early. Oh right, right. And I and I, turn, it was a Saturday afternoon. Well, it was a Saturday evening, and I just turned on the TV to see what was on, and it was a football game with UCLA playing University of Washington, and the sun shining. And I went, oh, this must be a taped game, you know, this must be an old game. But they don't usually show college right. football taped, you know. And it just didn't occur to me. Yeah. Uh, when it's dark out, you don't really believe that somewhere else in the world is sunshine. Well, it's you funny. Just don't. <laughs> my kids, uh, we were, when he first, my son first started watching football, I don't watch a lot just because, you know, I'm, I work most days of the week, and Sundays is my one day off with my kids. So it's like I'm not going to sit around and watch football all day unless they want to, you know, watch a game or something. But um, I remember it was snowing in, like, Green Bay, I think. And my son was like, it's not that cold. I was like, yeah, not here, not in California, buddy. It was like you kind of had to get that 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 thing, that realization of, oh yeah, okay, that's a whole other part of the country. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was a it was it was a good 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 game though. At least it was inter- entertaining, entertaining to watch. Yeah, I mean, well, not as good as a college football game, I'm sure. It's but. not good if your team lost. It's great if your team won. And you know, if I win, like you and I don't have a team in it, it was fine. It was fine. It was entertaining. It was a good. It was a good, good game. I remember years ago, some a team that I was passionate about, and and a couple of friends had come with us, and and uh, it was uh, it was a very close game, and they said, "Well, uh, that was a, that was that was great, huh? Because your team won, and it was a real close game, so it was real exciting." Right. I said, "No, no, no, no." You don't understand. <laughs> we would much rather win fifty to nothing. Right. Yeah. No. You want to relax. Yeah. yeah. We don't. We don't want excitement. One of my favorite parts about the Super Bowl is the super long halftime show because I was able to leave right at halftime start, go out and get a burrito and come home, and they were just about to kick off. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah this is the best. I love that. So nice for time management. But anyway, so make sure you please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Do everything you can to um, boost up those numbers because that way it helps more people know about our diocese and our bishop's message and things like that yeah very good so we'll uh we'll take a quick break here and uh come back and we got a, we got a lot more to talk about the quo Vadis, uh for boys 13 to 17 the discernment retreat july 28 30 just circle the date it'll be at trinity pines it is uh, two two nights overnight uh go to scd.org backslash quo Vadis, q-u-o V-A-D-I-S. We'll take a quick break. Back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in health care, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, You can give them a call, 916-851-2700. That's 916-851-2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of of Mercy Ministry or ministries that you choose. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, They continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures throughout the year. They're they're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice 
of Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley & Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap to get you where you want to go. You can uh, contact them, get all the details at Crumley & Associates, 7956 California Avenue in Fair Oaks. They're at 916-638-4600. That's 916-638-4600. And we uh, are are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, longstanding support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour. Uh, Some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about Uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour, uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about Uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org. This is Deacon Kevin Stasko, the Director of the Office of Youth and Young Adult Ministry and Family and Faith Formation, and you're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning. Thank you, Deacon Kevin, for all you do and for that wonderful introduction. We're uh, joined by uh, Moises uh, De Leon, who is the Associate Director for Family and Respect Life Ministry. Uh, Moises... uh, Ash Wednesday, uh, this Wednesday coming up, uh, the bishop will be. He always does this. He goes to the capital. Mm-hmm, he does. And so they used to uh, occasionally do, even do one in the like uh, like about five o'clock mm-hmm. for workers leaving. And I know the times I went with my family, we we went to the the five. It was like at a federal building or the courthouse or something like that, and outdoors, and people would they'd be walking out, you know, rushing to their cars, and they, a lot of them would stop and. Oh, it's Ash Wednesday, you know, and I always love to watch TV on Ash Wednesday, like a live, like a, a live show, like where they're interviewing guests, like the political shows or oh, something, yeah, yeah. because you'll see you'll see the people proudly with that cross on their forehead. Yeah, then that's the only time they actually claim to be Christian. Yeah, yeah, right. Publicly, publicly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, but. On the steps of the Capitol, people will say, well, what about separation of church and state? And I said, mm-hmm. oh, the Capitol is public property. It's for, it's open everybody. for everybody. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful, though, that there's no, there's, nobody even raises that issue anymore. And, and a lot of countries, that wouldn't happen. No, you know? we're, we're so lucky to, to live in, in, the, in the U.S. when it comes to religious liberty rights and, yeah. and uh, expressing our faith. Uh, I've in never different once ways. had anybody tell me I couldn't do something because I was Catholic. Mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, and, and um, I mean, there there may be people that have strong feelings. There there may be some anti-Catholics out there for sure, but um, that comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Jesus had a few anti-people <laughs> in his life. <laughs> yes, so, there was. No, but it's beautiful that the, the bishop... Um, and I know everybody really looks forward to the west steps of the Capitol. Yeah, so you're facing the Tower Bridge, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, usually it's a 15, 20 minute uh, service, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah. don't expect a full mass. For those liturgy of the word and, and the distribution of ashes. Yes. Uh, that way, uh, it, it's pretty simple for those who are members of representatives or staff of right. uh, people right. of our members to just come in, be able to uh, take a small break and uh, right. uh, practice their faith. Now you, uh, mother-daughter is coming up. Yes. So that's coming up on March 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I believe it's the third Saturday of the month. And they have two programs available. They have a uh, Between Teens or T-Tweens at between 10 to 12, mm-hmm. uh, ages 10 to 12, from 9 a.m. to noon. And they have teens ages of 13 to 16. Mm-hmm. And that starts in the afternoon from 2 to 5.30 p.m. And this will be h- held at Presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, down in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And if you want to register or if you're interested in, in um, participating in any of these programs, uh, you could just call Susan at the parish. Uh, or you could just call my office and I'll direct you to uh, to the registration link. Uh, what the team is asking for is just $30 per family. It's encouraged. That's a way to just cover the food and any yeah. supplies that are needed that day. And if you don't... Uh have a mom that you're living with? Uh, if, uh, Usually an aunt, uh, grandma would be. Sure. Uh, or any. Maybe an older sister. Older even. sister as yeah. well. Yeah. I know we just did our mother and daughter up in Chico uh, uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was our biggest group ever. Is that right? We had 45 t- teenagers. Whoa, that's very encouraging. Plus her moms. And then for the, uh, for the, for the boys, it was at least 47 teenagers. Wow. And at plus their dads, uh, each group was roughly around a hundred plus people. Boy, it was a huge that's crowd. Really encouraging. And this this is the first time they ever do anything after the pandemic. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I was amazed how how well the team did uh, in organizing and planning the, these two events. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, we've had programs on it um, uh, in the last month or so on on both father son and, and mother daughter and. Uh, um, it's just it's it's such a it's a, such a well thought out program. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah, it is. it's really put together well, and it's it's meant to it's meant to be comfortable for the for the young people, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and uh, help them and and have you know to have your peers there, have a parent there, um, makes it makes it a lot easier. Makes it a lot easier for the parents too. Oh yes. Um, and to have that conversation, because one of the things I noticed uh, for the father and son program. A lot of the parents didn't want to be there. So they had this expression, why am I here? Mm -hmm. I want to be here. I want to be home. But after certain conversations and talks were uh, were mentioned and given, they had a time to come together as father and son. Right. Uh, And you could see the changes and transformations happening within the father's expression and face expression and everything. The fact that... They wanted to be there. <clears throat> they were asking me if there was going to be a follow-up just because I don't think they really get the time to spend mm-hmm. one-on-one right. with, with their sons. And the fact that they had this opportunity to really open up with their feelings, understand maybe they're going through a hard time as teenagers. Sure. So having the parent understand that that maybe they've gone through the same thing but have forgotten that experience. Right. So it was a huge transformative uh, experience, and we're hoping – as we move on with other mother and daughters and father and son programs that we're able to provide that experience and transformation with our parents as well. Yeah, well, you know, knowing the genesis of that program and, and uh, all the great people that, that work on it here in the diocese, uh, these, are, these are good people who are mm-hmm. just, just reaching out and trying to help. Yeah. So that's great, great stuff. Well, Lent coming up, and uh, I remember when we were kids, it was always... I, I went to public school in a small town, and there were only three or four of us Catholics. You know, and it was like everybody, "What are you giving up for Lent? What are you giving up for Lent?" <laughs> and then they'd watch you all. They'd watch you in the cafeteria. You know, you're gonna get chocolate. Or chocolate, soda. yeah, yeah. And they they'd kind of tease you. You know, they'd, they'd buy it, bring a Hershey bar. And <laughs> it was all. It was in their mind. It was all in good fun. Mm-hmm. It was not. It wasn't onerous or you know, uh, humiliating yeah. or anything like that. But, but they, t- they, they wanted to call you on it. They wanted to see if you were really, really believed this mm-hmm. stuff. So, well, Moises, always appreciate uh, your time. We'll look forward to seeing you again soon. No, thank you, Bob. Great. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. God bless. We'll talk to you again soon.
Through. 